tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, we got another bonus episode, people, and we got a special interview with Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, the lead NBA insider at Valley Sports. We conducted this interview actually this week with my co-host Ryan Horvath and PJ Glasser on BetMGM Tonight, a betting show that I do Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Scoop B. Very long resume. He's written for pretty much everyone from Slam to ESPN to Ebony. He's also hosted a ton of radio, done a bunch of TV. Very good, very inside the NBA vibes. So let's get into it, Nick, and drop that motherfucking beat. First and foremost, we asked Scoop about his favorite team in the Atlantic Division in the East. I was a little surprised, honestly, with his answer. That's a tough one, uh, specifically because I, I really do think that um, when you look at the Nets and you look at their partnership, uh, this is the last year, year four, and I really think they have a depth to them that they really haven't had since prior to the James Harden trade, but Philadelphia is so much better also, particularly because of just the addition of Tucker, who I think will pay dividends. Um, the Celtics are still the reigning Eastern Conference champions, and I think they're underestimated. I think Brooklyn and Boston are both underestimated. I'm going to take Brooklyn. That's saying a lot. That a lot is. of things have to go right. You must be very high on, on Ben Simmons because it feels like he's got to be the glue in order to get that done, no? Yeah, Ben Simmons, definitely. Uh, the glue in the sense of uh, the fact that, you know, he – to me, defensively, is, is what I like uh, most. Um, I think he doesn't have to score 20 or 30 points a night. Defensively against other perimeter guys, I think it's really where he's going to benefit Brooklyn and the fact that he gets Kai off the ball quite a bit. Uh, but I also think there's other pieces on that Brooklyn roster, uh, namely Nicholas Claxton, who I think both he and Ben Simmons are going to be monsters on the break. Uh, and then other guys like TJ Warren, Seth Curry, and, and Patty Mills. I, I really do think that the Nets have a complete uh, roster from top to bottom. And the only thing that's missing is really just a scorer like a Carmelo Anthony or a, a Dwight Howard. We'll see how their health goes this season. But I do like Brooklyn. I'm always looking for info on sleeper teams. So I asked him, 
for some great insight into teams that he likes coming out of the East and West. Teams that not enough people are talking about, not the chalky ones. Listen in. In the NBA's Eastern Conference, I definitely think it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were doing well last season without uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Coach Bickerstaff uh, definitely had a quality product on the floor that surprised many people uh, in the NBA's Eastern Conference. And, and the fact that they did it without a bona fide superstar, you add Donovan Mitchell to the pot. I was disappointed that Lowry Markkinen was, was shipped out, but I think he's going to do well out west. But I, I definitely like Donovan Mitchell's Cleveland Cavaliers because of Isaac Okoro, because of Jared Allen, too, who to me the Nets got rid of hastily. I really do think that he that team just has a bunch of guys that all want to be there and Kevin Love as well, uh, who I think is going to have a resurgence this year playing alongside uh, Donovan Mitchell. On the Western Conference side, that's a loaded question, but I, there's a couple teams that I see that are surprise teams to people. Um, number one, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who I think got busy this summer. They weren't just aren't just busy, they got busy. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I think, is propelled to have a superfluous amount of energy and, and, and will benefit. He is literally the, the Ferrari that, that has no boundaries on, on the Ben Franklin Turnpike in, in Philadelphia area because he's got guys that can protect them uh, at, at, at so many different positions. And, you know, Carl Anthony Towns at his natural filling position at the four spot, I think definitely uh, will do well for Minnesota. I, I think defensively, though, Rudy Gobert, I don't see him as the defensive player of the year. I do see someone like Bam Adebayo potentially getting that, that that crown this year in Miami. But I like the Timberwolves. I also like the New Orleans Pelicans. I like the product that Willie Green has on the floor. So a lot of, lot of teams in the Western Conference that are competitive. It's not just the East that's competitive. The West is competitive also. I also asked Scoop who he liked in this great class of rookies. And like most people, he's been very impressed with Paolo Bencaro. Listen in to some of the other names that he had to mention. I actually like Paolo Banchero out in Orlando with the Magic. He has a feel for the game that seems very stoic, but we've seen it before. A Grant Hill-like, at times, a Ben Simmons and LeBron-like, a big guard that can play make, that can score. And I think there's a level of maturity. I also like Benedict Mathurin out in Indiana with the Pacers. I watched him during the preseason and really been impressed with his hops, the ability to get to the basket, and I like his connectivity with the point guard there. So, yeah, those are the two guys that I like, uh, Mathurin out in, in the Indiana and then also Paolo Benchetto uh, with the Orlando Magic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Probably the most surprising thing about this interview was how high Scoop was on the Washington Wizards. As you guys know, I hate the Wizards. I think they stink. I think they're a gross team. Scoop likes them. Since we don't have a ton of Wizards talk, and we probably won't have a lot of Wizards talk, enjoy Scoop B lavishing the Washington Wizards with praise. The Wizards, I've spent a significant amount of time with them the last year. And, you know, just their dedication to, to chemistry in the offseason is really what I, I uh, walked away with. I actually flew on a flight home with them. Uh, we ran into each other randomly. We were all sitting in first class, and they were kind of giving me an airful of just brag what, there. Los Angeles. No, not a brag, <laughs> but really the opportunity to, to, to really learn 
how those guys really bonded in Los Angeles and the fact that they had their whole training staff. So sitting there with guys that are six foot nine, as well as their training staff, they shared with me just a lot of their rehab process and how their point guard connectivity has really helped them. Uh, Monte Morris, of course, growing up with Kyle Kuzma out in Flint. Uh, but in addition to that, looking at how much they're trying to fuse Chris Daps Porzingis as well as Bradley Beal as well as Kyle Kuzma in one is really their focus. I think in an Eastern Conference where everybody pays attention to Brooklyn, everybody pays attention to Philadelphia, I think the Wizards are in a good position as a team that nobody, you know, people are looking at them as, you know, a team that can really be effective in the East. So I do like. Scoop, how much do you like them, though? Like, what are we talking about in terms of seeding? Because. You can like a team. I like the Pacers. I know they're not going anywhere. Like I can, I can like a lot of teams. Like OKC, they're a fun product. But I know they're not doing anything. I know they're not going into the playoffs. Like, what are we talking? How much do you like the Wizards? I think that they could easily win somewhere between forty-two and forty-eight games this season. Go Fair. ahead, Scoop. Fair. That's what I'm talking about. Forty-two and forty-eight games. Let's look at their win. Well, I think Rui has definitely impressed guys uh, in that locker room, uh, and I think part of it started in how he conducted himself going into the season and, and playing in that game in, in Japan. But in addition to that, Kuzma definitely, there's a mindset, there's a focus that, that I didn't really see last year because he was hurt for quite a bit last season, towards the end of the season. So if I'm not mistaken, Bradley, Bill, Kristaps Porzingis, and Kuzma played maybe somewhere between four to ten games together last season. I'd like to see them be healthy and, and really uh, compete in that Eastern Conference. There's no reason why, particularly with the fact that they added their point guard this offseason. I really like them, and I and I want to see them do well. I also do like the Pacers. I don't want to sell you short either. I like Tyrese Halliburton, but like you mentioned before, there's certain teams. The Pacers are a younger team. The Wizards have some guys that are a little bit uh, coming of age in their mid twenties that that are looking to compete. So I, I like them. I like them as a dark horse. Dark horse. Look at that. Dark horse. All right, <laughs> Scoop. All right. Scoop also had some interesting things to say about the Kings and the Pacers, teams that probably aren't going anywhere, but are going to be very fun to watch. Not going anywhere for a while, you get a Snickers. The Sacramento Kings, to me, fits that, that build. They're a young team. I like the, the move to get Mike Brown. I like the fact that he and that team are counted out. You look at the Western Conference overall, you know, you got even the Lakers, who I think are can battle for playing spot, but at the, but the, at the same token, I think that the Sacramento Kings aren't talked about enough, and for a lot of reasons, they, yeah. they've not been good. They've not been good, but I, I I'm excited to see that young team compete. Keegan Murray is uncertain against the Blazers. I read earlier, but I think ultimately, when you look at this Sacramento Kings team, I do like. Them. I'm excited to watch them. Yeah, that's why I have in the West. In the East, I think the Pacers. I'm going to stick with that Pacers line. Pacers, I think looking at them in the preseason, they were a speedy team. And I, I watched them take on the Knicks. I also think the Knicks are an interesting uh, team, particularly because I think R.J. Barrett doesn't hurt you. He's gotten better statistically every year or stayed consistent every year. Um, I look at Mitchell Robinson and his offseason development. I look at Obi Toppin. And he's, there's a level of confidence that he has on the court. So I think the Knicks are another team that I'm, I'm looking forward to watching. Finally, I had to ask Scoop's take on what's happening in Phoenix with all of the DeAndre Ayton drama. Interesting answer. Take a listen. The Suns heading into the season, to me, I like. I mean, anytime you have a Devin Booker, who I, I, I look at as a, a, a sleeper in the MVP selection process this this season, I think you're looking at something. Chris Paul is still, to me, a point guard that can get guys involved. And I think that the Ayton controversy that was, you know, his money yeah. really and truly 
uh, doesn't have to be a thing if they win. I think Phoenix is in a very similar situation that Brooklyn is in, and by that I mean this. A lot has been talking about chemistry, people getting along and money, but winning cures all. And, and I think that winning and making money and just being successful of what you do, I think um, I think that Phoenix is still in a good position. I, I think that Jay Crowder, melancholy there, I think if they're able to make a move to get somebody who can replace them, I, I still think that they're a high octane machine that can move. I, I, I like I like Bridges. Bridges to me, yeah. Cam Johnson to me, they both are just pieces on that team that just complement them well. Just like the Nets, Ben Simmons is a good problem to have on your roster. Same with with the guys that I mentioned before on Phoenix. That's why I think there's so much parity between those two teams. I think if they start off well the first ten games of the season, it'll continue. That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. This bonus episode comes to you from my co-sponsor, BetMGM Tonight. Monday through Friday, live from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. It's also available on demand on the Odyssey app and in podcast form, wherever you find your podcasts. million thanks, a bajillion thanks, a gazillion thanks to my co-host Ryan and PJ and my super producer Cameron Gray. We're going to be dropping these mini episodes pretty much as much as possible, just so that you can continue to get information and my insights or opinions, whatever you would call them, on everything that's popping around the league. Follow us, though, on Heat Check as we cover this entire season. It's going to be fucking insane. Make sure you download the pod. Make sure you subscribe to the pod. Please tell your friends about the pod. Anyone that loves the NBA, come on, start evangelizing this. Also, follow us at social at This Heat Check and at Trista Crick on TikTok because the heat check never sleeps. 